This is The Drive Podcast with Josh Graham. Welcome to the internet, my friend. How can I help you? Check out The Drive weekday afternoons at 3 on WSJS Sports. Next Monday, and Billy Packer's old stomping grounds of Winston-Salem, Billy's old broadcast partner is going to be getting inducted into the National Sports Media Association's Hall of Fame. That man is the great Jim Nance of CBS, who joins us now in the triad. Jim, I know this event means a lot to you because your name is attached to an award recognizing the top college sportscaster each year, but have you begun to think about what adding Hall of Famer might mean to your resume? Ooh, I got to tell you, my pulse just went way up when you said that, Josh. <laughs> I'm I'm one of those that can do a pretty good job of deflecting and and distracting myself so I don't get too anxious. Uh, but when I heard your your build up there, I just got a little anxious and nervous and excited and appreciative about what Monday night's going to bring. It means a ton to me to be back in North Carolina. For this award, with this organization, which has meant a lot to me in my career, and you're right, we have the the sports broadcasting Heisman that's going to be presented for the last two years that night, and uh, I'm just, I mean, I I can't believe that uh, that this is going to happen. I'm going to have a lot of family there to see it, and I've got the blinders on at the moment, though, Josh. I got a football game to call on Sunday. Kind of a big one, Buffalo and Tampa Bay down at the home of the Super Bowl champs. And I know that Monday I'm going to be feeling uh, nervous energy about it, a good nervous energy. The weather's going to be slightly different in Tampa than what we saw the other night in Buffalo, I'd imagine. (laughs) But it must be fitting, though, Jim, to be enshrined in this state because you were born in Charlotte. And do I have it right that your father once played football and basketball at Guilford College? You are all over it, my friend. My dad was a proud Guilford Quaker, and yes, he's lettered in both football and basketball. And, uh, and of course, I carry my father's name. He, he is—he uh, is. When I say Jim Nance, that's my dad. I was always Jimmy Nance around family and close friends. Still am to this day because Jim was my dad. But when I when I got hired by CBS, I was 26, so I wanted to sound a little bit older than I was. So we, we shortened Jimmy Nance to Jim Nance for, for the national network. And um, anyway, I proudly carry my dad's name. Do you know when he was at Guilford, and I'm going back into the 40s, he started, now he was a week shy of a birthday, but he started on both sides of the line as a freshman at the age of 16, his oh. first game. Now, you know, uh, he played his first game at the University of Maryland, Guilford at Maryland. And the following, like five days after the game, he turned 17. But nonetheless, he was officially 16 when he went against the Maryland team coached by Bear Bryant. Wow. What was actually Bear Bryant's first game ever as a head coach. Win number one of Bear's legendary career came against Guilford with a 16-year-old two-way starter for the Quakers. My dad playing in that game. Jim Nance launching Bear Bryant's coaching career Jimmy Nance joining us here on WSGS Sports. Getting into your career a bit, though, see, a lot of people around here, this being the heart of college basketball country, know you for the NCAA tournament. Your first Final Four as the lead announcer for CBS was in 1991 when some guy named Krzyzewski 
won his first of five national championships, all of which that you documented. How compelling do you imagine it'll be this coming March, us knowing ahead of time that it's going to be his last tournament? Well, it's going to be a story that's going to dwarf everything else in the tournament. Uh, as long as Duke is still alive, everything is going to be about the Blue Devils run and Coach K's last stand. Uh, I, I don't make the, the game assignments, but you, know, you can pretty much bet that Grant Hill and Bill Raftery and Tracy Wolfson and I, our crew, will be going wherever Duke goes. You want to be there just in case you're uh, trying to somehow summarize what would be potentially Coach K's last game. It's been an honor to cover his career, just like it was an honor to cover Roy Williams' whole whole career, not only at, at North Carolina, but Kansas also. And you get to call his championship. So with uh, with my North Carolina bloodlines, and I still have so many family members that are uh, that are in North Carolina, particularly down in the Charlotte area, um, I was raised on ACC basketball. So even though I'm pretty good about playing it right down the middle, you know, when I'm on the air, I, I definitely have always had a soft spot in my heart for what's going on with basketball in the great state of North Carolina. I don't have a team. I have a conference, and I've always been a big ACC man. So this will be coming up my 36th Final Four, uh, and it's going to be one of the most interesting you know, roads to the Final Four when you do talk about the fact that Mike is going to be every single game. He's one game away from maybe never seeing him again on the bench. I hate to think that. It's just like a, it's just I was so down when Roy retired. I would have loved to have had a chance to have Roy uh, make one more run, be able to call another championship, another another run for him. But uh, life moves on, and this is what Mike wants to do, and we'll be there to document it. See, here's how I know you're really good at what you do. Jim Nance with us here, soon to be NSMA Hall of Famer. You know when you talk about Duke in these parts, you got to bring up North Carolina too because that's just kind of how the rivalry works. But since you didn't get a chance to have that closure with Roy, I wanted to ask you about him now. You called three of his national championships. We know how warm his personality can be. What's the best story that stands out to you that speaks to uh, Roy Williams, his personality as a coach, but also as a person? Well, I just I always think about how much he loved his players and how even though sometimes it was a little bit awkward, how sometimes he got there danced with his team or in the locker room celebrating a win and he didn't care that if uh, he, he didn't have the greatest dance steps in the world. He he was just so so genuinely uh caring about the welfare of his players. I think the biggest memory for me, and I did call all of his national championships, but one that he he didn't get uh, would have been in that 1997 team at Kansas, mm-hmm. which came into the tournament as the number one seed. I'm I'm jogging my memory. I'm I'm, I'm sure I've got it right. They ended up losing in in the Sweet 16 down in Birmingham, Alabama. And Billy Knight did that game, and that was Jock Vaughn and Rex Walters and Rafe LaFrance and 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 Paul Pierce and that group. And when he, I think everyone thought he was going to win the title there. And when they didn't, I still remember that interview afterwards. And it was just a meltdown. You know, not an embarrassing meltdown. It was a, a as an emotional meltdown. Just, uh, you know, un, unstoppable tears that 
this team and its run to what many thought might be the national championship was over in the regionals earlier than anyone thought. And it just struck me right then and there about what kind of man Roy is and how much he cared about his players. It's just always been obvious to me. Alongside Tom Verducci and Will Roden, among others, Dick Stockton, Jim Nance going to be inducted into the NSMA Hall of Fame next Monday in Winston-Salem. Last thing for you, if we had more time, I'd get you to tell all your secret stories about Mark Brazel and try to embarrass him on the air if you have an opportunity to do so. But <laughs> he does since... a great job running the Wyndham. I know that. <laughs> they don't have better as a tournament director than, than Brazel, that's for sure. Bobby Long and the people there at the Wyndham, it's awesome. But I've got to ask you, since I got you, your reaction to the big news of the day that Tiger Woods announced he's going to be playing alongside his son, Charlie, in the PNC Championship next week. Not an official PGA Tour event, but Tiger back on the course. Man, that's all anybody could ask for right before Christmas. It is, Josh, and what an amazing recovery if you think about it. That Ten months earlier, you know, he was fighting for his life. If you recall, 36 hours before that accident, he was in the booth with me at Riviera conducting like a 12-minute interview because he was the host of that tournament, the Genesis Invitational. And that was on a Sunday afternoon by 7 o'clock Tuesday morning. His, his life was, uh, was in danger um, as he ran off the road. Uh, you know, he did all these interviews last week, Josh, talking about whether or not he can play again and how he'll pick a tournament here and there and never will play a full schedule. He doesn't think he can beat anybody. I think he's setting us up a little bit. I know Tiger... And, you know, it's not, it's a smart thing to do, create low expectations. Now, I don't care what he does next week. This is all about him being with his son, and I think it's wonderful to see. He just has taken on this role for Sam and his daughter, uh, Charlie, his, uh, his, da- his daughter Sam and his son, Charlie. He's a great dad, and I- I'm sure this was a motivator for him to go at it to even a greater length as that's possible. No one trains like he does. I can't wait to see what it looks like. And you're telling me if he's going to play, even though it's an exhibition, in December, you can't <laughs> tell me he's not playing in the Masters. I've got to think that Augusta and the chances of him competing in, in April, four months from right now, I would think that that's got a very legitimate chance of happening. I would love to see it. Good for him coming back um, and being able to have this moment with, uh, with little Charlie. It's, uh, it's going to be very special. Can't wait to watch it, Jim. Admired you for a long time, as many have, and I look forward to seeing you get inducted into the Hall of Fame on Monday and shaking your hand. Appreciate you spending the time. I look forward to seeing you there, Josh, and I look forward to tracking your career, and thank you for being so well-prepared. It's obvious that you're a man on the rise, and I'm proud to know you, and I look forward to seeing you Monday night, and thanks to everybody in North Carolina. Uh, It's the greatest state in the country, and it's going to be special to be there come Monday. Thanks, my friend. Happy holidays, everyone. Thank you.